Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode recorded live in Melbourne with guests Tom Gleeson, Ursula Carlson, and Brett Blake. Uh, first of all, though, a couple of things we need to let you know about London. We are going to be there very, very soon. If you're listening to this hot off the presses, still a couple of tickets left to the show on Saturday, May the 4th, but it's very, very close to sold out. My solo show on May the 6th at 4pm. A bunch of tickets left for that, so come down and check that out. Then, what have we got? Well, we've got two sold out shows, so remember to turn up to them. Yes. To the live podcast on uh, May the 5th. Yep. And uh, then June 11 till 16, we've got the Kosamui International Podcast Festival. That's very important. Yes, I agree. And mm-hmm. there's still time to do that. I think if you're getting a certain... Gig we are doing in the Balkans, Tommy. <sighs> yeah, I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really torn as to look. We're doing a gig in Serbia mm-hmm. on what is it, April thirty? Uh, yeah, something in like, like a, that. In like a week yeah, or something. Yeah, Tuesday night. So either all of you come or none of you come, so we don't have to do it. I, I don't know which one. Yeah, I see. What work you're it saying. out. Work it out. Between you all. Get a discussion going and sell it out so yep. it's great. Or, yeah, then we just get to turn up and there's no one at the venue and then we just go and have a nice dinner. Yes. And forget about it. Yes. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 an option. <laughs> that's You you have a life that's you can do whatever you want in. Yep. That's something that you can do with your time. June 11 till 16, Kosamui, the Kosamui International Podcast Festival. Still plenty of time to get your tickets, get your accommodation. Yeah, p- people still making calls on that, so that's yep. great. Yep. yep. Be, be a grown-up. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So if I can do this. July the 27th. In Sydney, huge live podcast and stand-up shows from us uh, selling really, really well. That will be sold out by the time we get to it. So jump on your tickets if you're thinking about coming. Then the next day, the 28th in Newcastle, a sold-out show. Thank you to everyone who's bought tickets to that. Looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, that's it. That's right. it for now, isn't it? Great. Let's crack on to, uh, what's this, the second live episode that we recorded in Melbourne yeah. during the Comedy Festival there. This is, this is look... In my opinion, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be forthright here. This is a return to form. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last couple of episodes have been okay, been fine. You guys have liked them. I think this is fucking. We work our shit out. This mm-hmm. is this is a comeback. Tom Gleason, Ursula Carlson, and Brett Blake. Enjoy this episode, and we'll see you afterwards for talking dum dum. <laughs> For another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickheads. Yes, we are hot off an appearance on ABC's The Mix. We have taken over the media. Who saw it? Oh, okay, that's probably the most viewers that show has ever had, so that's cool. Uh, we got hit up to do a little segment on there, the two of us talking about an item that sparks joy. In both of us, uh, it was a very short segment in which they spelt my name wrong and published his phone number on the air. So, <laughs> so now it's out there. Because <laughs> the lady emailed us. She's like, "Oh, it, it, we closed it. We, it was, you had your notebook as one of the things." Yeah. And she's like, "We zoomed in on it, and you can see your phone number. Do you want me to blur it?" And we go, "Yeah, sure." And then she's done the most low-rent job of blurring it you could possibly do. She's just left her fingerprint on the camera, I think. Yeah. I think that's about it. it. It doesn't look blurred. It looks like you're just mildly squinting while looking at the number. Yeah, so. and, and don't, don't worry. There's been a bump. 
Well, now people don't have to go find the uh, go find the episode. Yeah, they can yeah, just yeah. their own taxpayer dollars yeah, yeah, helping yeah. them to get your phone yeah, number. Yeah. That's what I pay my eleven cents a day for to get fucking pranked. Right. Nice. So any ABC fans just asking you if you had the inside word on who did it on Midsummer Murders or any shit like yeah. that? No, just people wanting to call me a cunt. So, um, <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Uh, I just realised by talking about this, I should set this to airplane mode and fuck you, everyone. So, <laughs> How many came through just then? No, I was quick on the draw. Wow. Actually, so none. So you, got, uh, you guys got to lift your fucking game. Yeah, that is embarrassing yeah, on yeah, your yeah, part. Yeah. Real wasted opportunity. Um, thanks, everyone, for coming. Uh, let's do a little bit of mailbag. Um, people that follow us on the socials, uh, a lot of people hit us up. And uh, they think they don't know who they're talking to. We we don't have management or anything like that. We don't have any third parties. You are talking to us when you're hitting us up on socials. Uh, don't I... sound so shocked, guys. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, day now, I'm feeling good about it. Off the back of this yeah. one, I reckon we're going to get signed. Yeah, we don't have management. We we do everything between us. Uh, we do all the work. So you know, like I book the guests, organise the venues, bring all the content. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Uh huh. Here we go. You have the biggest dick. You're the best lover. You're the perfect guy, you're the smartest, you're the most handsome. You, well, you have all the cancer, so that's something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you look like you're pulling your weight, though. <laughs> so, uh, Twitter. Someone's hit us up on Twitter and... Uh, look, this is nice. This is something we get a little bit of. Uh, people that are uh, new listeners. Someone hit us up and said, uh, Hey, I'm a new listener. Uh, 352 episodes in now, been listening virtually all month. I want to ask something, but I want to be clear. I don't want to, I'm not trying to be a dick or say you're shit or anything like that. Uh, one, the one thing I don't find myself laughing at is when Tommy says September 11 was an inside job. <laughs> I just want to ask if you're joking when you say that. Um, thanks for the great co- content, guys. So I've, I've answered, hi, mate, Tommy here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks heaps for finding our show and binging on it so hard. Great to hear about another American listener. Thanks heaps. P.S. The first hijacked plane crashed through the 94th to the 98th <laughs> floors of the World Trade Center's 110-story North Tower. The second jet slammed into the 78th to the 84th floors of the 110-story South Tower. The impact in ensuring fires disrupted elevator services in both buildings. Plus, the lobbies of both buildings were visibly damaged before the towers collapsed. There is no way the impact of the jet caused such widespread damage 80 storeys below. It is obvious and irrefutable that other explosives, such as concussion bombs, had already been detonated in the lower levels of Tower 1 at the same time of the plane crash. I don't remember seeing this... See you, mate! I don't remember seeing this, but I do agree 100% with all that. Nice to hear that we got hit up by at George W. Bush. That's... (laughs) Uh, one more, one more uh, mailbag for this week, which mm-hmm. is uh, again someone, someone uh, not knowing who they're talking to exactly, but they got it right this time. Um, someone just hit me up yesterday mm. and said, "Hey, um, Carl, I think <laughs> Clang. Um, hey, Carl, I think I just saw you and the and the family at uh, the Royal Children's Hospital. Funny. Um, hope everything's okay. It's shitty being there, but is it is the best hospital." I'll be saying Little Dum Dum Club on Saturday, so they're probably here. My response, hi. Well, you've, you've, you just, just cover your ears for this one because you've probably heard this one. So, <laughs> My response, that wasn't me. I'm eating burritos with Daslow. I know he looks like a sick kid, but he's actually fine. So. You've got cancer on the brain this week. <laughs> it's catching. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it's not. Right. <laughs> it's not at all. Sorry. Um, we've got to wrong. tie up a, a loose thread here, speaking of the mailbag. We've been talking for uh, a little while on and off about this listener in Sweden who wants to make the beer based on the little dum-dum club. Now, we've, we've got to make a call on this. We've got to make a call. Are we calling it, is it the Juggernaut beer or is it the Westgate beer? Yeah. We need to get this tied off so that we can get the label designed and send it off to him. So we sort of thought, well, why not put it... We may as well just put it to a vote yeah. here to the crowd today. Yeah, you guys are the ones that would be buying it, so... <laughs> Flying over to Sweden not. just to buy a six pack of it. Yep. Um, what do we? Let's vote. Let's let's get it out of the way now. Who votes Westgate? Oh. Not Who? not going there right now. Like naming it that. <laughs> they were all the people that were at the gig last night. Um, <laughs> who votes Juggernaut beer? Yeah. All right. Well, the Westgate has it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty sad because the owner of Juggernaut is here tonight. So. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think that's the sound of everyone being sick of us talking about Juggernaut. So that's yeah, that's fair. Yep. So Westgate beer, it is. It's official. Right. Great. All right. Great. So that's that's pretty big marketing for the Westgate Bridge. It's gonna have. It's gonna be getting traction over in Sweden. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, do we get to design the logo for it? Do yeah, we... we get to do the whole thing. Do we? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Well, that's the next thing. All right. Mm. How many? References to suicide can you get on one beer label? <laughs> Just even never drink responsibly, for starters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. empty this out and put petrol in here. Um, yeah. Or, it's, yeah. Ironically, Westgate will be a very nice drop. There we go. Just, just a guy diving off the bridge. Matter of fact, I've got it now. <laughs> Alright, that is... Oh look, can we do this one thing? I've set an alarm. I've been getting, again, way too many messages about this. Tommy, can you do your glutes exercise right now? Oh yeah, okay. Hang on. First of all, I activate the core, so I have to just like... It's very visually unsatisfying. But probably killing at home, so that's good. So now that that's so now I have Fuck, to. Fuck! I feel like a Westgate lager right now. Now I have to do hip thrusters just to. Oh, guys in the back the... row, you are missing out on this. This is. Oh, yeah, oh there wow! We go. Yeah. Jesus. Pays to get here early and get up the front. <laughs> <laughs> also, you... I'm getting quite the view down here. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting me me tooed by you, but yeah. Fucking All right, hell. so that's. That's the hip thrusters, and now I just have to do, uh, just have to do the squats. So, <sighs> well, I guess no one will ever ask of this again. Yeah, so that's that's something good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, there we go. Done. Right, great. Done my glutes exercises. Uh, right, we've got some great guests. I I feel like there's just one more little thing we've got to do before uh, we start. Again, uh, this is in response to a lot of listeners. A lot of people are curious. Um, so I've decided this is the day. Um, I have made this... Whoa. Uh, no, no. <laughs> People have been asking a lot no. of questions. Uh, Basic instinct. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I've made today Daddy-Daughter Day, Bring Your Daughter to Work Day. So, uh... So, uh... <laughs> what's what? Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so... That's what you do. Um, <laughs> okay. Is, does anyone in here... I think, I think that lady's prophecy is going to come true. You are going to end up at the children's hospital after this. 
So I thought I'd bring my daughter along to work today, and uh, especially, you know, she's eight weeks in, and because I'm obviously quite intelligent, it's been passed on, she's talking already, so uh, uh, welcome, to the, welcome to the show, Blanket. Uh, h- hello, Father. <laughs> it's a sh- shame she couldn't have learnt your name yet, that's pretty rude. <laughs> Well, when were you calling your dad by his first name? <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. Uh, the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, as, as Carl's child, I've heard a lot of transactions uh, happening over the phone. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm the baby. Uh, wow, your kid's bombing. <laughs> <laughs> this kid sucks. Oh, you can't expect too much for an eight-week-old, all right? <laughs> I, I take after my dad. <laughs> <laughs> this... this Fuck, it's funny with that voice. I mean, I'm sure I changed this kid before, but it stinks already. Um, um, so, are you enjoying... Oh, fucking hell, his eyes are going off. Um, hey, be careful. <clears throat> Whoa. Um, so, this is, this is Daddy's work. These are all the people that come to Daddy's work. What do you think? Um, uh, look. Highly you've intelligent. Got, highly intelligent. You've got real maternal instincts here, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, got real maternal comedy instincts. That's, I, fuck, I can't believe I ignored that at the, the prenatal classes. Always mic up your kid. Exactly, correctly. yeah, mic technique. Get at a least hot on it. At least, at least it sounds like there's another woman on stage with me. <laughs> oh, no, I'm bombing again, aren't I? <laughs> I would have preferred if you had stuck to Goo Goo Gaga, actually. <laughs> I uh, know life's been good as an eight-week child. It's great. I'm, I'm hanging out. <laughs> I'm hanging out. <laughs> you know, it is a bit disturbing at, at times. Uh, I think I am the second woman you've touched. Uh... <laughs> See, I think people, people sometimes think that we pre-write everything. I think it's pretty clear that we don't. So, Okay, um... um... She's got stage fright. It's her first time up here doing yeah, yeah, a gig. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, and uh, what, hey, what do you think of the environment here? This is, this is what I do for a living, honey. Yeah, sometimes I just want to be thrown off the Westgate. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, this environment's pretty good. I mean, it's better than the house, watching you walk around with your little shrimpy dick out. <laughs> with, your key, with your keys up your ass. <laughs> Like some kind of fucking weirdo. <laughs> By the way, we how, went out for lunch I'll... yesterday and you left your keys at the restaurant. I put a video of it on Instagram. I got 30 messages from people going, make sure you check his ass. Like... <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to check it when he got home. <laughs> I'm the only one small enough to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> he put a bloody mining helmet on me and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, darling, well, we'll, look, I want you to get the full experience. I'll leave you here on stage to watch all the magic as, as the show goes on. I'll Put leave... it on the DJ decks. Oh, you know, you're only eight weeks old, so I'll leave you right next to the speakers. Yeah. I'll be DJ father without emotions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, watch and learn, and maybe you'll get funnier by the end of the hour. Um, what, a beautiful, what a beautiful baby girl. Yeah, thank you. All right, so... <laughs> it's weird, you do something vaguely sincere and people are like, this feels wrong. And you thought I was bombing. 
Well, so that's going through the crowd, oh, Mike, that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've looped that back in through the speakers. Yeah, no one suspects it. <laughs> All right, let's get a first guest out. All right, folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Tom Gleason. <laughs> G'day, nice to be here. <laughs> Your big complaint about these live podcasts, usually when you do them, is that we just stand up here and spin plates for an hour and just talk about the show itself. We've got actual content this time. I know. We've I, learnt. I, didn't, I wasn't sure about that. I thought you got a baby, you got someone, you know, backstage using a mic, pretending to be a character. I thought, you, what? <laughs> what do you want, a fucking Barry nomination or something? I'm really, <laughs> really prone. This could be an art piece. <laughs> Well, if people don't laugh, it's an art piece. So, <laughs> at the moment, it's an art piece. So, I tell you what is art: Nick Capper's show at nine thirty. <laughs> Man, oh, I, I kid, kids say the darndest things. <laughs> Her first plug. <laughs> By the way, it's a very fine line between a cool podcast and hey, hey, it's fucking Saturday. <laughs> I mean, that's dicky knee, really. <laughs> You're stealing your ideas from Daryl Summers. <laughs> I would love that if I could just, instead of being on stage with the show, be in a booth doing little cartoons. That'd yeah. be fucking sick. Wow. That's the dream. Yeah, awesome. You have done that, didn't you? Get, you had a cartoonist doing that once, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We had Jason Chatfield. Uh, just See? Drawing. You've been Hey Hey it's Saturday for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Blackface is the only one we haven't ticked off yet. Oh, well, we have still a lot of podcasts to go. <laughs> Has anyone got a? Has anyone got some boot polish and a phone number of the local paper? <laughs> we could get this trending old school, like, in, in actual physical newspaper. Right. It's, so it's not a fuck up by us. It's a it's a calculated PR strategy. Yeah, like we're absolutely. doing it on purpose. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, thanks for coming. You're very busy. Appreciate your time. Um, you. Obviously, uh, hard quiz is going off. Uh, awesome. I, I'm sure a lot of people here watch it. Uh, I'm sure we're all looking forward to the new season, the 2019 season, when it starts pretty soon, whenever that starts this year. It's, it's already started. <laughs> now, hang on. I wrote for Hard Quiz in 2018. Yeah. You're saying it's started? Yeah, we've been, we've been on air for... We've done nine episodes. We've still got another <laughs> one to go. We finished series four. Just checking my emails to see when I start this season. Um, no, no, no. Well, well, you weren't there. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious why. Well, Even you as a baby, people I'm... that are good at their job. <laughs> hey, baby, don't do crosstalk. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, we got the same hairstyle. <laughs> This is Hey Hey, it's Saturday. <laughs> Please let Nick work in this town again. <laughs> you, do you think I can kill your career, baby? <laughs> well, you've killed mine. I've got the fucking ass, so... <laughs> wow, wow, I'm hungry. <laughs> there you go, I've got this to feed. Yeah, okay, well... Actually, well, ABC, it only, only half-fed me, really. <laughs> Sorry, that was a jab at the industry. <laughs> Oh, her first inside baseball reference. <laughs> well, but you know the most damning thing about you not doing this series of hard quiz? Go on. I didn't notice. <laughs> it's only just now you mentioning it, I'm like, oh yeah, you haven't been around the office. 
I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I was in Sydney recently and I saw a writer who had worked on Hardwiz and The Weekly. It's a friend of ours. And, um, and I saw her in a corridor and I said, oh, what are you up to at the moment? She said, I'm currently writing for your show. <laughs> So must must be nice. Yeah, so anyone who thinks I'm out of touch, you're right, I am. <laughs> and I fucking love it! <laughs> Come and join me in my ivory tower, it's yeah. fucking luxurious. <laughs> you must be possibly the only person that would not notice Carl Chandler's presence in an office. You know what I mean? Everyone else just quaking in their boots at him coming down the hallway. You're the only one that outranks him in the cunt stakes. would <laughs> be like, it doesn't really register to me at all, to be honest. Yeah, well, just every now and then he would say something funny, but it was about once every three days. So, <laughs> so Having just... said that, that was the highest strike rate in that office, though. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that office is completely on the spectrum, but uh, <laughs> that, that office makes Ronnie Chang look like Chris Hemsworth. So, <laughs> The most famous non-autism-having person, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Hey, they laugh. Yeah, that was the good. laughter of recognition. It's great. <laughs> anyway, it's it's fine. It's fine. Look, I, no, I don't blame you. I, I know it is fine. Yeah. This is our highest rating series, the one that you aren't working on. <laughs> Draw a conclusion from that. We removed the thing that was holding us back, and the show has really taken off. I'm going to get a fucking gold Logie this year because you weren't on our show. I could have got one last year, but you were there. <laughs> Fucking up everything I was doing. Every turn I took, I'd be like, fuck it, Carl. Why doesn't he let me just spread my wings and fly like a bird? I've got this fucking stone in my shoe called Chandler. I got rid of it. Everything improved. My my home life, family, all my relatives, my peace of mind. I've got wellness in my head. Well, I'm looking forward to being thanked in the speech. <laughs> if are you, ha- are if you hurry? It. Sorry. Go hang on, hang on. Wait, everyone. The unfunny baby has something to say. <laughs> if only there was a way to sack Carl as your father. <laughs> All right. You can come home tonight. <laughs> are you, have you thought about hiring for next season yet? Are there any specialty topics of Super Mario Brothers or leeching off your parents? Because... Uh... <laughs> My calendar's wide open. <laughs> uh, there is an expert subject, uh, surviving cancer. You could get involved with that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Imagine failing questions about that. <laughs> Are you cured? No. <laughs> All right, let's get another guest on. All right, folks, please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Ursula Carlson. Hey, I don't know if you thought I was going to fit through that little crack, but that was never going to fucking happen. Hi. <laughs> uh, Ursula, you are currently doing uh, your season at the festival. You've like broken oh. records for sales. You're in the main room at the town hall every night. Yes. Thank you for joining us here in the servants' quarters for this show. Yeah. I'm real busy too because I just got a writing job on hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, when well, I say talent, I just I yeah. recruit it. You know, you try to. <laughs> right. Well, good luck in there uh, counting matchsticks like the rest of them do. So, <laughs> can you? No, apparently me? it's improved a lot. Uh, <laughs> they said they got rid of the rotten bit of the apple. Fuck. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Ursula's writing work is so good. Based on that, she moved into the main room at the town hall. <laughs> it was the hard quiz credit that got her that venue. Yeah. Well, I'm doing my show straight after this. 
downstairs in a much smaller room. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I, yeah. That, that was arranged by me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, by the time I get down there this afternoon, you'll probably fucking sack me from that room as well. Yeah, I will. So. No, I, I rang Ida Buttrose. I said, get this guy out of my office and into a basement in the city. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a show there, fine. No, I don't no. care. Just, just strap him up in that basement and if there's an audience that watches that, that's, that's fine by me. Well, is it right after this show? Because I can probably offer them tickets to Fuck! <laughs> Like, there's no space because it's all sold out, but I'll let them... <laughs> I'll let them sit on stage with me. See, you and I are very similar because... <laughs> hear, hear me out. Here we go. I mean, I know it's obvious already, but I'll explain. <laughs> Before comedy... See, you got into comedy late and you started as a typesetter in a newspaper like me... Then you moved on to become a graphic designer, like me, yeah. and now you're a comedian, like me. Yes, very similar. <laughs> and I also have a baby, but mine's prettier than that. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Where are your kids from? New Zealand or something? Yeah, yeah and mine well, doesn't sound like they smoke a pack a day. <laughs> I don't know how to rebuttal to that, but uh, you don't anyway, know how can to you speak adopt English me? Either. I'm looking for a, a dad or a mum on Hard Quiz. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll breastfeed you later, pal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I tell you what room isn't going off. The Greek Centre tonight at 9.30. Uh, <laughs> that is definitely not sold out. Uh, <laughs> my kid hasn't plugged my show once. Fucking hell. Hey, if you want a nice break from comedy, why don't you see Carl... <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a fan of kids, but I'm into this one. This is sick. I'm happy to babysit anytime you like. <laughs> just, just googling. Very late term abortion. <laughs> wow, I got a picture of Kappa. That's weird. <laughs> right, very weird. Very weird. Um, should we get our third guest out here very quickly? Let's quick, get though? our next guest out, folks. Please welcome back into the Little Dunham Club, Brett Blake. <laughs> G'day, is this mic on? I have no idea. Legends, how are we? Good? Oh, yeah, nice. put the beer next to the baby, that's cool. Yeah. By the sounds of it, it's had a few. Anyway, uh, <laughs> now it's good seeing everyone again. Obviously, Tom, I saw you during the week. Thanks for the new job, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Christmas party, except this cunt's here. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm the boy the... with cancer, make a wish, whatever. Um, <laughs> You, 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 you're the only guest here without uh, a bunch of kids, yet you look like the only guest with about eight kids. <laughs> no, I have kids. They're just at the Greyhound track. <laughs> Man, someone's got to be bent when I'm not there, baby. <laughs> Fuck my life. Uh, we, uh, you, you, what were you telling us about Tom? You, you've, you've got Tom's book, I believe. Yep, here we are. Um... Oh, yeah, I, I, many years ago, I don't think you met the, remember the first time we met. I hope you didn't, uh, but now you're going to know about it. Um, so I don't so, remember the first time I met anyone on this stage. <laughs> we get it. you got a TV show. Fuck up, cunts, on the ABC. Hey? Well, you got higher ratings? Guess what? It's Nana's falling asleep. Shut up, cunts. Anyway, <laughs> you, know you know what's got higher ratings than your show? The fucking SBS with a train with a fucking GoPro attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's strapping. Wow, that's this a, is the first time I'm meeting you, and I, I think I'm going to remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and is you heard any, it first. Urzel's converted. Back yeah. <laughs> yeah, Urz, wait until he fires up, then it's really something. <laughs> is there any jobs going on this SBS train show, by the way? <laughs> Nah, they like talent. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, the writers are in for that one. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, it's sorry, because I work at the ABC, I have to, even though that was very funny, I just have to remind you that it was not true. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, the stats don't back you up. That show rated about 100,000. My show's a top 10 show. The, the, that show was not anywhere in the top 20. That goes Sounds like the autism is catching. <laughs> GoPro is not winning a gold logo this year. That's all. Uh, but the first time I met uh, Tom, uh, apologies, yes. uh, someone made a critical error of buying me a book for Christmas. Um, <laughs> that's on them. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, w- I may have had a few beverages. And the first time I met Tom, it was about five years ago at Perth, and I, and I went up to him and I said, hey, oh, man, someone bought me your book. And I said, uh, also, what happened at the end? I couldn't be fucked reading it. <laughs> In my defence, if your book was that good, it'd be a fucking movie. So... <laughs> That's what, on you. What was the response? Oh, actually, I remember it. He went, oh, anyway, I'm just going to go over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just stood alone. I was like, fair enough. That's honestly... I've been in so many conversations where I've wanted to... That's my dream to one day pull that out. I reckon I, I you honest, probably do that on a daily basis. Honestly, one of the first times I ever talked to you, I was talking to you uh, after a gig, and I was whatever I was saying, you literally walked away halfway through the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think maybe I made a better impression because you and I made fake penises on a reflection on a big board for an audience, and my dick was enormous. It was, it was huge. Even my pretend dick was bigger than yours. Yeah, it was. It was huge. <laughs> I love how he's a realist. No, no, you've got a bigger one. Uh, <laughs> I like to lie, but I'm not... I don't know the word. Anyway, uh, well, Blakey, you where... should have read that book, mate. <laughs> Books are for nerds, dude. Wow, it's <laughs> so cool to be sitting next to someone with a lower reading level than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my child, Brad. Oh, Pick yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Pick it up. My wife uh, said, she specifically said, don't you, drop the kid. You forgot that I'm Carl Chandler's daughter. I can withstand anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Iron Woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a, quite a position. Uh, I'm, I'm prepping you for a 69. <laughs> Fucking Not hell. Not now, we need to get hold of the shape. All right, we're here now. Strap in, fuck, whatever. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, fake baby. Move on, you fucking idiot. God. And we got a bunch of snowflakes in the audience tonight. Like, I'm a child. I wouldn't turn back a 69er. No way. <laughs> Although they are kind of overrated, in my opinion. Go on. Uh, oh, my, ba- my baby's first callback. <laughs> yeah, I was at daycare the other day. <laughs> Try doing one with a nappy still on. Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to go now. <laughs> Can someone throw me out the nearest window? <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Ah, oh, well. Uh, I'll get it. That diff- definitely different... Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, hey, so I, I actually, as you've seen, I do have a child. Um, you guys have both, both got children. Yes. Um, yeah. any, any tips, because... 
I... Uh, my, I first tip, retain a job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Second tip, don't ever bring your kid to work. Right, right. I, I, I can't get it to sleep. Um, and so I've been walking around the middle of the night with, with like, the, the papoose on, with the baby Bjorn on, in the middle of the night in places... Pa- sorry. Papoose. Yeah, yeah papoose. Um, no shit, I can't get it to sleep either. This is... <laughs> Look at that. I'm now. I'm now in. Man, you try looking at you try looking at your face. All right. <laughs> I won't sleep ever again. <laughs> when are I we thought... doing pluck a duck? <laughs> I'm walking around in the middle of the night. I'm walking around in, in uh, getting to like Richmond McDonald's at one a.m. Just do it. like that thing. Did you, did you ever have to do that? Did you ever, like drive your baby, walk your baby around the middle of the night because it won't go to sleep? Uh, my first baby used to sleep twelve hours a night. Really? Yeah. Even my baby was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you're successful in your career. It's in your genes, and you pass it on to your children. <laughs> So no, calmness, I tell dad all the time. with a confidence that yeah, going to... They can just pick up on that. Right. Whereas, like, your baby just picks up on the shiftiness of your employment situation. Yeah. <laughs> your baby Sorry. is worried yeah. about money. Right. That's why. Also, who is, is your baby keen on a fight? Who is going to McDonald's at 1am? <laughs> just drunk people? Yeah, that, but that's it. So I'm walking around in places I sh- wouldn't be normally walking by myself, but this time I'm bringing a fucking baby along. Yeah. Also, then, also, there's a distraction... You, ra- you rang me, and you're like, Brady, you came for a beer? I was like, of course. And then it was like 10.30. You're like, yeah, I'm bringing the baby. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> like, we're not, like, if I'm saying no, that means you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, no, we're not having beers. But it's that thing where uh, you're walking the baby around, uh, like, in the middle of the night, and if it's asleep, people keep coming up going, oh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, nice. But then when you walk around and the baby's not asleep, People are just looking at you with a screaming baby at 1am going, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Remember when the police came because you look like a pedophile? <laughs> we, had, we spent a night in the cell. That was so funny. You were, you were going, hey, no, it's my baby. And they wouldn't believe you because you look like such a shifty cunt. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Uh, she, she sounds like she needs to be changed with another voice. <laughs> the cunt wouldn't even get me a 30-cent cone. <laughs> he said, no, nah, I've been laid off hard quiz, times are hard. <laughs> this, is, this is hard to get back to normal yeah. conversation now, isn't it? It's just, it's just a fucking yeah. English play now. It's like a... No, what are they called? Pantomime, thank you. <laughs> thank you, I was about to say it, but I think you got on top of it. Yeah. I, like, I, I think I'm sitting too close to you. Yeah. Oh, you looked at me yeah. like I had the word. I was like, brother, look away, cunt. <laughs> it's Come called a manta, manta pine. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetting. Um, He's I'm... behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Brett's, Brett's dyslexic and we find that funny. It's very odd that a cunt with an Apple Watch is bullying someone else. But anyway, uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Thank God your parents here, I'd rip you apart. <laughs> Get him, girl. He's, what got a, you... he's got a nice personality, you know. He's, he's got the yeah, that looks good on a Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm real nice. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know which, who I'm doing an impression of because both of you are fucked. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but, it, but one of you can't figure out how to work an iPhone. It's the old one. Anyway, um... <laughs> 
Brett, we're going to London soon, and you were telling us recently about the last time you flew to London. You bumped into Nick Cody at the airport, and he snuck you into the lounge, and you'd been drinking all day, and almost got Let denied. him tell the story. No, no, you keep going. <laughs> it's just all coming back to me. Uh, no, but I bumped into... Well, I had a big day, uh, uh, you know, celebrations. Car was there. Tommy, you missed out, whatever. Um, by, the, by the way, a story about you hanging out with Nick Cody in the lounge at an airport is a very low-level showbiz story. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking... That's really... I'm just saying. Like, anyway. got hard quiz numbers. All right, yeah. <laughs> continue, continue. Yes. Thanks, Tom. Is that why your baby sleeps for 12 hours? Your voice? Anyway, um... <laughs> it's like, Dad, stop putting hard quiz on repeat. No one gives a fuck. Anyway, um... We get it. You like Grand Dan, you move on. Um... <laughs> Looks like you should else. be my agent. I'd be still working at Hard Quiz if you were in for bat for me. Fuck, if I'm your agent, your career is even more fucked than it is now. <laughs> but I, so uh, you're in the airport? I'm in, I'm in the airport and I, uh, I had a few. And then uh, Cody got me into the lounge and uh, it was a bad mistake. And uh, I, I had, a, had a few. I had a few too many. And uh, I, uh, oh, they nearly didn't let me onto a plane. Um, but I, I didn't realise in my drunken stupor. So when the security guard came over so, to me... So Cody said that... You were in the Qantas lounge, and you were Virgin, Virgin Qantas. Sorry, no, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and you were like Cody went. Oh, ha- we were on a big flight. I'll have one or two. And you were treating it like an all-you-can-eat. You were well, going because I, I I ordered like just a cricketer's arm because I had no Carlton available. So I was like, I oh, have. And he goes, Man, you're in the lounge. You can just have whatever you want. I was like, What? <laughs> like the little Perth boy kicked in I was like Man can you just do like a Espresso Fucking martini That's the only nice drink I know <laughs> Like a real low breed He's actually got footage Of me sculling it And then nearly falling over And yelling I'm about to do a shoey Anyway um, You know You know the, the night's going bad When you're in a bar And Nick Cody Physically tries to remove you To a quieter area um, You weren't in a bar You're in a Fucking airport lounge <laughs> Yeah, there's a bar there, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then I try to get, I try to get on the plane, and then uh, I don't, I remember it was a security or, or someone. It was a bit of a blur. And uh, he said, can I see your boarding pass? And I just thought it was a, just a normal person asking me for that. So it was like... The... What normal person asks you for a boarding pass? Oh, you know, a random know. person just walks up and goes, can I see where you're going? I thought they were interested. I'm a man of the world, you know? <laughs> Mate, if you want travelling tips on Bali, I've got them, baby! Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so I, um... Oh, I'm making you calm, cunt, so, uh... And to go to Bali. Anyway, uh... But I, uh, I went to the... It's clever stuff. (laughs) This is not as good as Hey Hey anymore. (laughs) Was that the eight-week-old that just came out with that one? (laughs) But I, uh... I went, went to the, the, the ticket, the thing, the person, and I gave him the pass, and I thought it'd be real funny. Ticket. Ticket, and I went, Nah! Anyway, they, uh, they tried to kick me out of the plane, then Nick Cody talked him down, and then I walked through business class yelling, I'm still the king, cunt! <laughs> and then I passed out for ten hours, and then my foot, foot was stuck in the aisle, and they, apparently, though, this is all from the lady who was sitting next to me, thank God, she, she never pissed for 12 hours, good on her, she couldn't get past me. Anyway, um, and uh, my foot was stuck in there, I must have a drunk person rigor mortis, and I woke up with a sore foot, and I was like, man, why is my fo- foot so sore? She's like... Dude, your foot was in the aisle. They've run it over ten times with the drink trolley. <laughs> now, this, this, now, this is what I heard from Nick Cody. So you've been drinking with him in the, in the yeah. Virgin Lounge. Uh, then, eight, ten hours into the flight, wherever it was, you wake up 
Cody walks past you, you go, Cody, where are you going? <laughs> no, I said, oh, I was like, Cody, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh man, you're on the same flight. He's like, you are a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and then we got we got to Dubai or something like that, and he go, and I was like, oh man, or something a... like that. I was yeah. like, oh dude, get us in the lounge again. He goes, oh, I'm only allowed two in there. I was like, oh man, I know you got platinum, you can get three, you fucking cunt. Anyway, uh, fair, fair, fair point. Yeah. So we should do that when we go to London. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It all worked out for you. Man, it worked out great. Yeah. I had a bender that weekend, though. But I, I bumped into a friend of the show, Sam Dastiari. <laughs> this has had... Well, I had a month off drinking, besides day one, because Dill won the Logie, so that's exciting. Um, but I... Uh, I, uh, I so, someone at the comedy club I helped uh, work at, right, he came, he came up to the bar and said, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a senator or a, what a, what a politician. Right? <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at you, Tom. This is the real hard quiz here. Uh, trying to figure out what words I want to use. And, uh, and if you need goes, any help, let me know. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if my uh, baby was here, she'd be sleeping for 12 hours just now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because you're talking, cunt. Anyway, um, come at me, bruh. Yeah, I really well, respect you. Please sign well, no, the book. No, no, no. I, was, I was implying it was because you were talking, but I like to imply things as opposed to just say them. <laughs> You just like to explain it all. <laughs> Keep explaining. I was going just to... say it all out loud so we can hear it. No, no, you don't hear the story now. You, no, it's, it's fine. No, um... Oh, this has worked out perfectly then. Explain it all. Explain it all. Politician don't, don't is spelled anything. P-O-L-I-T-I-C-I-A. Yeah, good one, you dumb country cunt. You don't even know. My baby's not from the country. Oh, it's Maryborough. That's not the city, dude. I'm from Maryborough. My baby's from the city. Oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's from the city. <laughs> Yo, what's up, homies? <laughs> Meet you at the Westfield, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a shuckers right now for those who people can't see. Oh, hang on, that's a surf term. <laughs> anyway, carry on, Brett, with your dumb story. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm not doing it now. You can fuck off. Someone else do a story. <laughs> Please, Brett. All oh, right. Anyway, so <laughs> bring out the baby. Anyway, uh, no. So he came to the comedy club. And just someone came to the comedy club and said they were a politician, right? And I was, you know, I had a few, and I didn't know. I don't really know what. Anyway, so I went up to this guy and I was like, oh man, because I was like, that's such a fucking dastiari move, trying to get into a comedy club for fucking free. And Nick Cody was on. I was like, oh, I know Nick Cody, right? And I was so mad. I went downstairs. I was like, oh, mate, you want to come into the comedy club? Get in here, Dastiari, like mucking around. Like, oh, yeah, come on, Dastiari. Took him past the till. I was like, mate, we don't accept Chinese money here, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> just kept going. Got him into the club, right? Got him, got him upstairs, right? And then Nick Cody goes, oh, you met Dast- Sam Dastiari before? <laughs> it wasn't a funny story. Anyway, um... <laughs> the baby was right. <laughs> the baby was right. <laughs> Good girl. Yeah. Thanks for uh, trying to warn us. You, um, Ursula, you grew up in the same town as Charlize Theron. Yeah, Durum, that's how you say it. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. that's all right. We look very similar. Right. I get that all the time. Right. Are you, how close in age? Are you about the same age? We're the same age, yeah. Really? Yeah. Were, were you in the same class or anything like that? No, um, because she did that teenage modelling thing because she was hot from young, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> something that's not going to bother your baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so she was just real. Like, she was a teenage whatever, and then she went to Paris when she was, like, 13, and I right. was just this little beach ball. So even if we were the same age, I don't think she'd be my friend. Oh. 
But you, I always felt annoyed when Charlize Theron did the film Monster and she won an Oscar for it and they used to talk about how much time she had to spend in the makeup chair to make her look like that. Yeah. It's like there are a lot of average looking actors who could have had that gig. I, I could have nailed that. <laughs> I mean, no. I get to say, like, I used to say that in interviews that I look just like her and that we're from the same town and then when the light hits me just like that and then a woman said to me, oh, I love that movie Monster and I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could have. I'm a lesbian. I'm overweight. I wouldn't have to do jack shit for that. I just roll out in the morning out of bed and they go... You look amazing. Let's film. <laughs> How long did that take in makeup? Hours. Zero hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I wouldn't have won an Oscar for it because I think the minute you go ugly for something, they win the Oscar. Yeah. Carl's still trying to get an Oscar, I see. <laughs> that would be more impressive. They get a busted actor and make them hot. Yeah. You know, they do a reverse monster. They get, a, yeah. get an Oscar for pretending to be hot. It's almost as good as that Sam Dastiari story. Rolled <laughs> out. Wow. Fuck, it's like we've gone hot really early and now if it's not over the fence, people are like, boo. <laughs> no, I, I almost feel like if we don't drop cunt at the end of a sentence, then we're fucked. Cunt! Yeah. <laughs> this some- is a prison that we've created for ourselves. Yeah. You're absolutely right. As someone who shits himself on a daily basis... Wait, Wait hang on, is this the baby, is this this baby, baby or Nick Cabba? Three people trying to get through the same doorway. No, I want the low-hanging fruit. No, I'm going to have the low-hanging fruit. You see, this side of this stage is real quiet. We're like, let them have the secret pants. Yeah, they're selling out galas. We got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes it's just nice to watch your children play. <laughs> you know what I mean? That like was the creepiest way you could have phrased I mean, that. We, yeah. we like, came in early and made sure there's no shop objects yeah. on the side. Sometimes, I don't know about you, I just like to sit on my back deck, have a nice drink, and just watch the children do their own thing. Yeah. That's and where... they're, they're amusing themselves. They think they're clever, but they're not. <laughs> but they're having fun, that's the point. Dad, Dad, I'm about to call someone a cunt. Dad, you're not watching. Are you watching? Well done, Tommy. <laughs> I hope it's Brent, your... are you about to tell a long anecdote about a senator that no one gives a fuck about? Good on you, Brett. Uh, I was well about, done. I was about to say, I hope it's your kids you're watching. Anyway, uh... I don't even know what that means, but thank you. You guys are shopping from You guys are shopping from the top shelf. We shop from that trolley with all the dented tins in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're under the we're under the shelf. Going, are there any worse tins down here? Covered in dust. <laughs> Oh, um, what, what else? Well, in happier times, we were talking about going to London. Right, And uh, yes. a big part of that... Re- we're doing shows, but a big part of that reason, uh, you guys won't know this, that uh, the t- soccer team that Carl follows, uh, very close to winning the Premiership League. Yes. Yep. Liverpool. Liverpool, yep. uh, as we speak, as of time of recording, we are uh, two points crew at the top. The other team's got a game in hand. It's all very tight at the top. It's all hinging on us winning the reason for going over there and whatever. So we're a couple of weeks out. We are top at the moment. I have they said are a absolutely th- not going to win. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can someone just get back to Dusty Ari? Like... Yeah. <laughs> what? Pipe down, Blakey. Pipe down, Blakey. All right. Don't Fuck up, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, did some you see low- that one? <laughs> some, some low breed talking to the king of the low breeds? No. <laughs> you address the crown correctly, sir. <laughs> My boy's reformed. <laughs> Fuck, so when did my dad get angry? Anyway, uh... Don't mess with someone who looks like J. 
Joe Dirt fuck Chuck Norris. <laughs> Dude, both of those things are fucking sick, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> That's a compliment. Your baby's real nice. <laughs> um, but you've been saying for a while, you're so excited about this. Uh, the first time in 30 years, if they win, you've been yeah. saying, you'll and do I, anything. If I'm there yeah. and we win, I said, I don't care, I'll put it out there, I'll fucking do anything. You'll do anything. We need to, so we need to formalise this, we need to start thinking about this, we need to have actual stakes yep. so the listeners can be a bit more invested, even if they don't follow the soccer. I'll, I'll start it off. If uh, Liverpool win, you have to come to Bali with me. <laughs> It's not I mean, worth it, mate. You're going to fucking die. Don't go. Don't go. But how do you have a bogan twang and not like barley? Fuck off. <laughs> no, mate. I'm too fucking bogan for barley. <laughs> <laughs> what what island do you go to on holiday? There's nothing worse than I but... stay home, cunt. That <laughs> <laughs> you... you? See, I don't... I don't like it because when I you go over? through the airport, they don't show you how many cask wines you can take into a country. <laughs> <laughs> Only show the bottles. Fuck them and cask their classy wine. shit. As, I, I think I think I saw a mirage and as you said I said I stay home kind of looked like you were shoving cigarette packets up your sleeves. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look, there, that's I guess that's an official option. Sure, going to Bali. Do a, Bali would be good. Yeah. Well. Name the reasons you like Thailand, and I will prove that Bali's just as good. Uh, it's almost like someone could have passed that beer on. Oh, wow. Oh, right. Oh, look at the... See, look. that? That's how you respect the crown. Same guy who yelled at me. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, also, I was pointing to the guy next to you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, also, thanks again for coming on my show last night. Much appreciate wow. Anyway, uh... Someone... 8.40, someone... Cooper's in. Anyway, uh... Look at the working-class man ordering people around to get them drinks. <laughs> Oh, you just fuck someone else's drink? That's nice. For people at home, someone just quit their job selling the big issue to give Blakey a beer. So, <laughs> Carl, you're unemployed. The big issue's looking pretty good now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they got standards. Yeah. Is there any quiz questions in the big issue? <laughs> so what could we do in, uh, in Bali if, if... Well... What are your five reasons for liking Thailand? Oh, what were they? They were the weather? <laughs> yeah. Well, Bali, great weather. Uh, the food? Good food. <laughs> it's like I'm calling this in. Uh, the pool, I think you like being yeah. in the pool. Dude, there's one of them. heaps of swimming. Oh, there's all, there was one swim-up bar, which is real fucked. There's heaps of dudes fucking there, but don't go to that one. There's a nice ocean one. I don't get to visit my stepbrother and sister in Bali, though. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's literally nice the, one, same, baby. It's the same thing, but a $30 Jetstar flight. Like, Jesus, wow, you've swung me. <laughs> <laughs> a Jetstar flight, wow. <laughs> Seat's big enough. No, probably too small for me. <laughs> it, I like how the guy behind it can't actually afford a Jetstar flight. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Look, Bali, look, on, on, if that's what people vote, but is there Bali, any other options? Yeah. It's, either, gonna, it's yeah. either Bali or drinking whatever comes out of Juggernaut. Let's put it to a vote. <laughs> you know what? Fuck Bali. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> From the mayor. We, I can't drink that because that's our livelihood. We, we're selling that to get money. I'm trying to think what, like, something that people that listen to this would be interested in so that they're invested in yeah, the yeah, state. Yeah, sure. So what about, you could finally say her name on the podcast. <laughs> I'll say it right now. No, no I've forgotten her. 
I, for, for you guys, I don't talk about my wife on the podcast because of that. <laughs> because you have to end the sentence with cunt. <laughs> I've met her, she is way too good for Chandler. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Please leave my mother out of this. She's the only chance I have for a sustainable future. <laughs> I have not done the Dumb Dumb podcast for a very long time and I feel like it has devolved in my absence. (laughs) (laughs) The word was evolved. You fucked it up. (laughs) No, he really didn't. No, I said devolve because that means getting worse. Well, That's an insult. (laughs) If if I said that it had evolved, that would have been a compliment, which is the opposite of a sledge. Because you fired Carl, so he's got more time to work on that shit. He's got more time to think about stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Brett, if you're going to be a smart-ass, now being smart first. (laughs) Someone's too upset about the ABC comments. Uh, (laughs) Now, your shows... I've never watched it. Um, I've got got Netflix. (laughs) What about you... We live-stream you eating an entire loaf of bread in one sitting. Um, What about... How's that that a fucking challenge? (laughs) It's called breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what about we finally go back to Adelaide and do a live podcast there? Oh. Oh. Bali! Bali! <laughs> I mean, when you open with Bali, everything is a step back. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're looking for a crowd response saying, hey, Melbourne, what if we go to Adelaide? Everyone's like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Yeah. So, I don't know if we're going to get the right... What, if what? Am I just going to Bali with you one on one? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so then, but shouldn't no you cares. go to that bar where the dudes are fucking? Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> we no, we got to do a pod. We got to do a pod over there. A a Bali a live bar, a Bali pod. My a, mate's got a bar there. It's pretty cool. Come there. Oh wow! You sold me once again. Jetstar <laughs> and friend of. Brett's Blake's got a bar there. Jeez. So you're saying replace Kosamu with Bali, Bali Podcast yeah, Festival? Yeah, Kosamu's too far away. Let's go to Bali. It's cheaper. No one's keen for a cheaper thing. There we go. We're at one. Thank you. Anyone else? There's three of us now. Let's go. Oh, you cowards will turn. I know you. You're calm, man. This, it bintang's way better than the, whatever the other one is. All right, all right. If, if Liverpool win, I will organise a Bali International Podcast Festival. Done. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Fuck, I can't believe I don't want Liverpool to win now. <laughs> I can't wait to get my 15th stamp in my passport for yeah. Bali. <laughs> have you, yeah, how many stamps have you got for Bali? 14, that wasn't a joke. <laughs> Fuck it. Mate, I can't spell, but I'm good at maths, you fuckhead. I doubt oh, yeah. that's true. That's what Bali needs, more lonely weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gleason, you in? Are you going to come to did Bali? The, did the baby just apologise to its fans? <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> Sorry, fans. Oh, okay. We still love you, baby. I you mean, you're not in this room if you're happy. <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. Uh, Uncle Tom yeah. has you now, by the way. I'm baby. holding you now, baby. Oh, hey. Uh, can you adopt me if, if Liverpool wins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll adopt you, and you'll have a father that works on hard quiz. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know how I feel about this because you went to you grew up in Gunnedah and then you went to boarding school in Sydney, where yeah. you should have went to boarding school at the local agricultural 
uh, boarding school in Tamworth. Uh, in my opinion, yeah. Sydney was the coward's way out. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's almost that's some, like, that's, that's some weird inside knowledge from my eight-year-old ba- eight-week-old um, baby. Maybe, Is your... uh, baby, I think you'll find you go to boarding school because it's far away from where you live. If it's close to where you live... You don't go to boarding school. That's what boarding school is. You dumb baby. <laughs> it's also really, like I'm... the baby's reading off Wikipedia and the lights in its face in the backstage. Yeah, but he... <laughs> like an absolute idiot, the baby is. Baby. Yeah, but then you don't grow up to be the uh, most uh, yeah, good agriculturally one. adept comedian in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cap at 9.30 at the Greek Centre. Yeah. <laughs> Stop rebranding being a country hit. <laughs> you're, re- you're rebranding redneck. Yeah. Stop saying words that Brett doesn't understand. So stop speaking. Yeah. That would be now preferable. Listen, now listen, baby. Stop reading Wikipedia, okay? Because it's not a reliable source of facts. Uh, and uh, a lot of the hard quiz writers work very hard on the show. And what they do is they have to verify all their questions via multiple sources. Some writers uh, only use Wikipedia. And they get fired. <laughs> and. <laughs> One, one of them used to be your father. <laughs> we have high standards at the ABC, so we had to let him go. I'm so sorry, but you're now mine. <laughs> I'll look I lo- after you. Uh, Tom, I am your son. Change <laughs> 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 gender as well. <laughs> I like yeah, how it's a 21st fr- century grow up, all right? <laughs> I like how it went from being a joke to legitimate <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Be better at your job. Anyway. Yeah. Uh... Did you really just use Wikipedia, Dad? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say anything because it went along with the joke. But just so if there's any other potential quiz show executive producers in here tonight, that is not a thing that I did. I used three sources, everyone. I know it was all funny at the time. But if you're hiring, sale of the century... Get me in. <laughs> Dude, this is so desperate. <laughs> to be fair, my dad's that old. He doesn't know what Wikipedia is. He's probably using Encarta or something like that. <laughs> Carl turning up to work every day with the CD-ROM under his arm. <laughs> hey, He's like, where do I put this, yeah. kids? <laughs> yeah. What are my three sources? Encarta, the little paper clip off Microsoft Word. <laughs> Has any cunning here ever heard of Britannica? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got to wrap this up. Yeah, we better wrap yes. this up. Folks, thanks so much for coming out. Give a big round of applause. Brett Blake. Yes. Tom Gleason. Thank you. Ursula Carlson. <laughs> baby, baby Chandler. Blanket Chandler. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. Mmm, and they've done it again. Mm. No doubt. Mm. I've no doubt in my mind. Speaking of doing it again, we are recording this the day after the drunk cast. So what's happened is you listened to that episode just then. That's the second of four live episodes coming down the the chute. Uh, We are recording Talking Dum Dum, this bit of the show, after the fourth one. After the fourth one and then after the drunk cast that happens after the fourth one. And so we've had a big old night. Uh, You'll never hear any of the stuff from the show. It was a great show, though. Yeah, it was great. I reckon I'm still pissed. Really? Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. you know what? I was walking the streets this morning trying to figure <laughs> out what I was. I was right. Like, how do I feel? What am I, what's happening? It's a weird feeling, isn't it? You, you know, when you you feel like you're still, you've just got that, cl- that, it's not hungover, but it's like a different kind of cloudiness yes. to yourself where you're like, something feels very wrong here. So we did the drunk cast. That's an unrecorded big time <clears throat> party. We get to be a bit more visual. You know, it's yep. worth... Uh, 
thinking about for next year, you know, people make a, a trip down or across or whatever to come see it. Yeah. Because you won't hear it on the internet. Um, a bunch of guests turn up. We don't really organise who turns up so much. We mm-hmm. do a little bit of it. But then, you know, friends just turn up and we put them on stage. Nazim Hussain yep. turned up last night. Yep. Jumped up. That was great. He was very funny. But he just sent me a message then. Um I brought a family friend to the drunk cast last night. <laughs> it's the first comedy thing she's ever been to apart from my show, and now she is extremely confused by what comedy is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true of us as well. Yeah. <laughs> what is comedy? Yeah. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, is yeah. just saying the same thing over and over again, is mm. that comedy? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you see us in wigs and fucking dresses or whatever the fuck was mm-hmm. happening. Some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Where was Ben Russell last night? Oh, yeah. I, you, I bought a fucking dress you, for you him. You bought a dress for him and then he didn't turn up. Yeah, he was going to come on as Dame Edna and I had, a, I, had, I had a costume for him and everything and he just wasn't there. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah. Man, some people are fucking skittish and he is one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's blacklisted. Yep. Um, fun times. Uh, I feel like we shouldn't. Oh, it feels a bit weird to go, thanks everyone for coming out all, to all the shows. You haven't heard them all yet. Sure. Online, but, so, yeah. But I mean, the plenty of people that are listening to this now will have, but yeah, if you came out, then thank yep. you. But uh, yeah, so um, we're doing... time shifts here, isn't it? I don't want to get people too confused, but um, we are recording Talking Dum Dum this, uh, but two days away from us getting on a plane and yeah. flying to London. 48 hours time, we're going to go to the, we're going to be... Well, yeah, we'll be on our way to the airport. Mm. What time's the flight? Nine forty-five or something. Yeah, something leave like at that. like five or six or something. something like five that. Or six? I, yeah. I thought it was earlier than that. Were you on the same flight? We are on the same. We are flight. on the same flight there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's going to be interesting, Tommy Daslo. Mm-hmm. Us on the same flight to London because mm. you are in one part of the plane. I know. And Carl Chandler, mm. he is in yeah. a different part of the plane. Carl Chandler's widow wife got him a widow upgrade. Mm-mm-mm. Got him a widow upgrade. It's not confirmed yet, but I, okay. I believe it. It's a big chance of happening. My first ever business class. Oh, you've never done it? No. Yeah, right. Never I did it the last time I went to London. Right. Yeah. It was pretty great. Yeah, well, I'm excited. If I'm ever going to get an upgrade, that fucking motherfucking that's, flight yeah, that's the is one the you place want to do it. Um, excited. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going. I'm going in. I'm gonna go out tomorrow. I'm gonna. I'm buying a full tracksuit for the for the flight. I'm gonna be a tracksuit on the plane, guy. Well, you know what? We are gonna be the opposites because I have to go out and buy nice clothes because to be in to to do what I'm doing to Mm. get the upgrade, Mm. I got to look like I fucking deserve an upgrade. I got to go out and buy for real. Yes. What do you mean? Because you can't go on. uh, the way I'm going on, the way I'm getting this discount is basically through the company. Mm. So if you're representing the company, ah, you can't get in business class looking like a fucking schmuck. So what? So you're gonna have to. I love. I love that having nice clothes is something that you have to go out of your way to do. Well, I never. <laughs> I never. Yeah, but as if you want to wear nice clothes on the plane as well. Like, yeah, but you said you have to go out and get what you have to go. You're gonna have to go and buy stuff specifically for this. I only have jeans. I don't have any like slacks. So or, you have to wear like you have to wear like trousers and shit on this. I have to wear at the very least chinos or something. Yeah, which right. I don't own. Right. And then you can't wear sneakers or anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I'd let I'd lend you stuff, but I don't think you'd no. I don't think you'd you wouldn't fit in my clothes. No, 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 no. It's all right. I can um, I can go and buy it. That's but. <laughs> So I I, I kind of love that because it's like you get this 
you get this upgrade that is like good and comfortable, but mm. then to get that, you're not allowed to wear. You have to be uncomfortable in what yes, you're wearing. Totally, that's so stupid. Uh, yeah, so I gotta I gotta put on nice clothes. I can't <laughs> do what you're doing and just relax. Man, we are gonna be quite a sight at yeah, the yeah, airport. Yeah. <laughs> you in a tuxedo and me in a full Adidas kit. Yeah, I'm going out tomorrow and getting it. Great, forest green. Uh, the three stripes down the side. Baby, I'm loving it. Who's going to be more comfortable after all this? Yeah, it's, I reckon it's like evens out. We're meeting in the middle now. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it's, we're just going to have the same experience. Because you know what? I have, And I never do this. I have to wear fucking dress shoes as well. I only really? Wear, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. I can just fucking dress up like it's my fucking formal. I do kind of like that though. Like I, I went through a phase where I thought about like just making the move in my life where it's like every time I fly, I treat it like it's the fifties and it's, and it's, and it's a sign of, you know, start smoking. It's, it's (laughs) it's a sign of respect. You know, it's a status thing. So it's like you dress up for the plane. I was like, when I went to Sydney for the night, um, like two months ago to see Conan O'Brien's live show, I was like, I'm only going for a night. What if I wear a suit to the show for the whole thing? Suit on the plane. Yep. Suit while I'm there. It, it would be, it would be pretty nice, but you feel like in this day and age, you just would look like a fucking insane person. Yeah. Um, especially when you're sitting up the back on Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, next to the dunny in a, in a full, in a three-piece suit, little yeah. waistcoat as well, little fob watch coming out of the pocket. It's really taking the edge off this experience. I'm so excited for, for business class and then i got to fucking dress up like my dad. It's, it's like a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> Not in those shoes, mate. Yeah. What a shame. But anyway. Great. And, and especially like we've just <clears> finished <throat> all of our shows. Mm. Uh, you know, i got some work to do um, between now and then. We've got two days mm. and i got to spend some of that time nipping out to buy fucking plane Get, clothes. Getting the Queer Eye Boys in to give you a little makeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting... Getting the plane uniform. Could you bring like a? Could you bring a change and then just like once <laughs> once you're in, then you just nip off to the Dunnies and come out in fucking mambo board shorts and thongs. <laughs> I don't. I I don't think that that's the rule. Where it's like, yeah, as long as you fucking walk on, mm. all right, you can then just take it all off and be naked in the plane if you like. <laughs> I don't think that's the rule. But um, but that is interesting. So the way that. I am traveling, you know, by, by getting this sort of little bonus, this little uh, secret handshake and, mm. and getting this little favor pulled. Mm. That's, oh, yeah. That's how you have to represent the company, mm. right, by mm. doing that, which means that this sort of thing's happened before, right, yeah. uh, with me and, and my wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has been in situations where she goes to get on the plane and they go, no, not in those clothes. Really? Yeah, and then she wow. goes, yeah, but that's what I'm wearing. And they're like, well, you can't get on. And so wow. then she has to go clothes shopping in the airport. Wow. Yeah, because by that it's stage... It's not a bad place to do it, I guess. They do often have good clothes shops in airports. I guess. I don't know. I feel I find that very weird buying anything except for food in a in an airport. No, they do, yeah. Like the, yeah, most airports have good clothing shops. Mm. That is weird when they have like Uniqlo and like budget stuff in an airport because you immediately think, well, in airports... Everything's expensive, but yeah. then they've got bu- budget budget clothes. I find that strange. There's anyway. a really good Adidas store in the Singapore airport. Right, they should. They, it's the best airport in the world. Yeah, people always say that. You know what? I think because there's three terminals, I only ever go to the <laughs> same one, and I always get there and go, "How is this the best ter- best airport in the world?" I think the other terminals must be fucking great. Yeah, well, I'm not at the waterfall one. I I only realised this. Uh, the last time I went there, but the Tokyo airport, the because I've I've always gone when there's been a Jetstar sale on, yep. and there's that's a whole different terminal. Like the I I I kind of always got there and thought, 
fuck, this is a pretty low rent airport for Tokyo. You'd think it'd be big and sick. And then I was talking to someone and they were like, that's a hot, that's only just been built. Like for the budget airlines, it's like that one shit. And there's like an actual, like, you know, Tokyo airport terminal. That's like great. Yeah. It's like really big and sick. It's like, I kind of want to go now just on a regular airline to just see, to just see what the regular terminal is. Is that Narita or is that a different one? Yeah. Yeah. Narita. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I've been there. Um, yeah, yeah. So my wife has to go has to go clothes shopping to put proper clothes on and fuck. Because at that stage you've already checked in all your luggage and stuff, so you can't go back into that. You just yeah, go and yeah. buy, buy new clothes, go to the dunny, put them on. I love that. I love the idea that you're only allowed to be on the flight in nice clothes because you're representing the company. But then, what job you're going to do of representing the company when it's like you're calling the <laughs> you're calling the hostess a cunt for not bringing you the right meal <laughs> within ten minutes, just. Firing up, just just so just so the listeners and you, Tommy, know me on stage is not exactly the same in every other walk of life. It's pretty close. <laughs> not, I am not calling people cunts in general in in IRL. What are you? Have you got a plan for the flight? Uh, what are you going to do? Well, you know what, I'm torn. I'm torn. We've we've been talking about this a little bit. Mm. You know, it's a long flight. Yeah, very tempting. You want to just take some pills and zonk out, and that's it. Which I'll is, stay up for the first few hours and. You'll love it. Surely you love watching movies and shit. Surely you'll sit up and watch heaps of movies. Yeah, I'll watch a couple of movies. See, yeah, not not for me. But um, I'm torn between just fucking grabbing a handful of medicine and nine-eye everyone yeah. and going, I'm in business. Shouldn't I just stay up and enjoy this? Yeah, Will Anderson has a bit about that, about how, yeah, when you fly a good thing on an airplane, it's like, what a waste. Because it's such an expensive experience. Right. Even just flying in general. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like, no, nah, you got to soak it up. Right. Um, but yeah, I, because I, yeah, I'm trying to work out a way. By the way, that doesn't sound like a very funny bit of Will's. I hope there was a better punchline on his bit. No, I, I just quoted it. That was it word for, for word. I just quoted it for That was from the gala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wrote it for him. That's why it's, oh, there's no right. punchline and it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I am trying to work out, because my doctor told me that the jet, the way you beat jet lag is you, you get yourself onto the onto the time yes. of where you're going as soon as possible. Totally. Which would go against what my plan was, was because, yeah, we leave at night, so get on the plane, sit up for a bit, mm. then try and knock myself out for that pl- flight. Right. Then for the second leg, which is just seven hours, it's like we'll just sit up for that one. And right. then we get I get there at like midday London time. Yeah. But, that, but now I don't know. Mm. N- now I'm thinking, well, yeah, should I just sit up? For, I, I don't know. Especially because we hit the ground running. We get there on a Thursday afternoon or so, do we? Mm. Thursday morning? I'm Thursday midday. Right. And then you're like, because our second leg is like different. We split up in the second leg, right. I'm a couple of hours after, am I? Yeah, Yeah. right. Um, So basically we get there the Thursday, then we got to get on a train, go to Liverpool the very next day Mm -hmm. to watch the big game. Yep. Mm. Yep. So we've got to hit the ground running. We can't be <clears throat> jet lagged and fucked when we're in Anfield among 65,000 people screaming. Yeah, I mean, we are going to be. <laughs> yeah. There's, there is no way around it. We're going to be fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I Maybe I've got a bad memory, but I can't remember ever being that jet lagged, ever. Uh, some friends of mine just came back from overseas and it. they were saying that, you know, it's, it's, it's worse coming back this way right. when you get home. Right. But I also think that's true. Just psychologically, the thing of like, I think when you, at the start of the trip and you get somewhere, you're just excited to be there. Right. So you just power through it. Right. Like you, you probably are feeling pretty fucked, but you just, you're like, well, I don't have time to 
feel tired and feel shit. Right. Because I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. But when you're back, you're like, oh, time for reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. feels worse. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, anyway, good shit, everyone. Exciting. Uh, looking forward to seeing all of you guys at the London shows. That's going to be exciting. It's exciting to do uh, three gigs to, to people that we've never done shows to before. Totally. Because, um, I mean, like these Melbourne shows are great, mm. but you sort of look out and you go, I reckon most of you guys have seen us before. Yeah, and, and that's great. And that, Yeah, that, totally that's great. But it's nice to go somewhere that's never seen us before and people get fucking excited. Yeah. For sure. Um, instead of, the, you know, the difference between going, oh, here they are again, or fuck, yep. these guys are here. Yep. So, um, yeah, give us a bit of fucking red-hot action, mm-hmm. London. Um, a band that I really love from the States just announced the other day that they're doing a gig in London the day that we get back from Serbia, which oh. I am very excited about. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Yes, how did you know? Right. <laughs> um, that's exciting. Um Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should get into Springsteen. Do you like should Springsteen? You? No, no, I've Not never so really, much. I've never really found a need to try and get into it. Interesting. Not really for me. I, I should watch. Believe. I'd like to watch that Netflix special that he did. Mm. Um, uh, also, I know we're frigging around with the, the the order of time and everything like that. So sorry if we're making you jet lag. But thanks to everyone for coming out to the shows in Melbourne. Thanks yep. for everyone that came out to the. Stand-up shows yeah, in Melbourne. And, of course, thanks to everyone uh, who has watched my Netflix special, Lunatics, uh, lately. So, uh, thanks, everyone. <laughs> That's you, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your Netflix. It's Isn't it a series? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's That's a series. Yes. What do you so, mean, yeah, sure? Oh, look, I just film it and then It's your let, life's work. I, I let them, you know, chop it up and whatever. Isn't, you know, right. I just I, they, was... they, I just do my thing. They put the cameras on and follow me around and that stuff. Because I was going to ask you, it's strange that we're recording this at my house mm. and you've turned up in costume from your last series, Angry Boys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as, yes. As one of your characters. Yeah, what, why is that confusing? Well, I mean, it was years ago. <laughs> Why do you still have all that stuff? Man, I, when I get in character, mm-hmm. it's hard to shake oh, it. Right. It's hard to shake it. So you've just been trapped in it for yeah. years now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, thanks to everyone for watching. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think nah, it's congrats, really, man. I think it's, it's really, really good. good. It's really clever stuff. Yeah, isn't it? It's really Don't clever think? stuff. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, well, I mean, my favourite episode of my show that I did. Yeah, called, yeah, yeah. Called Lunatics. Yeah, talk us through it. What's um, your favourite one? Um, when, oh, well, my favourite character is probably Mr. Bog. Um, you know, when I just, right. just pretend to be a big poo and walk right. around. Yeah, yeah, thanks for describing it to me because I, I look, I hate to admit this, mm. but um, I haven't gotten around to watching oh. it yet. I'm sorry. I've been busy with the comment. I'm saving it for the plane. Great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Well, sorry, spoilers. I'm, I'm hoping, spoilers. I couldn't get a prescription for sleeping pills, so I'm hoping that'll do the trick. <laughs> I'm I'm planning on watching it myself, and I'm uh, ordering extra sick bags actually. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, what was it, Mister Bog? Yeah, he's, yes. What, what, what's Any he? Any questions? Can you describe him again? Um, so I, uh, it's 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 a basically a, it's a brown face character, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, because I am uh, Mister Bog. Yeah. So uh, yeah, look, it's. It's it's a, it's clever stuff. Yeah, there's it's some clever, clever stuff. There's some mate. twists and turns in there. Yeah, there's a lot of you know. Mostly the turns are me trying to jump into a toilet <laughs> and and flush myself down the S bend. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, oh, good on you, mate. It's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, th- thank you. A lot of me holding my nose going, something around here stinks. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, you've done it again. <laughs> anyway, that that goes for 20 minutes an episode. That goes through eight of the episodes. So, so. Mr. Bog just doing that, is there any progression to the character? Well, uh, well, what did I just describe? What's that word? What, what did I just describe? Like I progressed from not being in a toilet to being in a oh, toilet. Oh, right. So that's the arc. That's well, the arc over this that's series. The, that's the arc that happens over and over. Like okay, I get in the right. toilet, then I get out of it. Right. Then so, I go yeah, in yeah. it like again. A true, like every sitcom, it resets at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, it's like right. the background in like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. <laughs> you see it sort of <laughs> yeah. keep popping up over so, and over when someone's running down a corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Well, that I mean, that just sounds wonderful. How many episodes in this uh, series? Oh, again, like I a leave funny that up. number or I, 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 like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, look, there's nothing funny about my art, all right? About your TV show, about, Lunatics, yeah. <laughs> on Netflix. Yes, available to stream on Netflix. Yes, yes, right now. get into it, please. Support, <laughs> support a uh, a true artist, which is me. Yep, the, the artist that made the show Lunatics. Lunatics, yes, uh, available now. Yes, on Netflix worldwide. My show, streaming yes. on Netflix. My yep. show, a lot of makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heaps of makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good though. When you when you when you watch it, you'll be very proud. Would be it would be incredible if when he copped flack for who you, Mister Bog, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> if when you copped flack for your last series, right. and some of the particularly dodgy character makeup work, mm. if you had just th- just thrown the makeup artist under the bus, <laughs> just gone. <laughs> Hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was the woman who applied all this to my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, had a make- I had a makeup artist that didn't have a mirror. So they were just putting on what they thought and I had no say on it. And if you'd gotten away with it, just scot-free yeah. and then this makeup artist just getting – this poor person just getting dragged for it. And then, and then like going on TV to go – why didn't anyone tell me that's what I look like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't see any of the rushes. I didn't get involved in the editing process. I'm colorblind. Why I can't did, tell these things. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me I had this wig on? <laughs> oh, what a fucking goose! You made me look oh, so silly. Great. Anyway, here's my new show. Cop that, South Africans. Yep, funny. Anyway, hope you all like it. Um, all right, let's get moving into this. on. Speaking of um, the opposite of that, let's do some. High quality content. Yep, great. Yeah, instead of making fun of some comedy that's bad, let's just do some bad comedy. <laughs> but show, like, but show way, don't tell. Way less successful though. <laughs> what if this There's bit no of the show is for this? Like, you can rag on that, and it's like, hey, well, people watch it, but this yeah. thing is like, hey, this is shit. Yeah, well, at least not hey, that many people listen to how it. How dare you? We make two hundred dollars a month off this. <laughs> Someone what someone asked me fuck people have some weird questions. Someone asked me the other night, you know, thanks for doing the podcast and everything, but does it cost you money? <laughs> they think that we're doing this. Someone thought that we've been doing this for eight years and we're making a loss we're on it. Out of pocket. Yeah. Chipping in for the privilege of doing this every week. <laughs> destroying our lives. Getting on stage and making absolute fuckheads and going, oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to write someone another IOU for Worth doing it. this. Worth it yet again. I think I would. I enjoy doing this. Sure, but... I'd, I w- pay, I'd pay to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what would you have to start doing? Do you have the money to pay to do this? Oh, interesting, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Just right. working in a cafe yeah. to support, to, to pay for the podcast that I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, you know, 
like actors, you know, you see those things about actors in LA or New York or whatever. It's like they get a co- coffee, you know, they work in a in a coffee mm. shop because they're a struggling, you know, mm. actor. Mm. <laughs> we're working in a fucking coffee shop because we're a struggling podcaster. Brutal. Just paying for batteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's crack into this thing. Speaking <clears throat> of paying for things, yeah. a lot of you guys out there literally do do this. You are the you are the reason that we don't make a loss on this thing. Yeah. Uh, thanks for supporting our art. Um, it's not all Netflix special dollars coming in uh, for this thing. Uh, it's you guys. So uh, what happens is you go to patreon.com slash little dum dum club. You chuck in what you think this show is worth or what you can spare and make to make you feel good about uh, giving a little back to something that you listen to every week and hopefully enjoy. Um, so if you do that, uh, you get bonus Patreon episodes sent out to you. You get bonus Patreon magazines sent out to you. You get a, you get the the best value for money out of any Patreon fucking subscription probably out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Having done none re, no research into this, I believe that to be true. Yep. Um, but also you get a chance of having your name read out. All of the names get chucked into a big complicated machine called the uh, Unplanned Title Alternator. Completely random. They spit them out, not only at random, <clears throat> but... You know, in all different shapes and sizes and amounts, um, and and we do our best to uh, to get through all of you. Um, Looking forward to visiting the uh, unplanned title alternator factory in oh, London when we're there. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, that's a that's a thing that's going to happen. So mm. we're gonna we're gonna go there and see the the, the latest developments in uh, the technology over there. So it could be a completely different show by the time we get back with we, uh, talking dum dum. <clears throat> we went to the UK when I was a little kid, and we were driving around the country, and my my dad, uh, without telling me or mum, just diverted us one day hours out of our way to go to some old car museum or some shit that he wanted to see. Great. And mum was filthy for the rest great. of the trip, just oh, furious at him. And it was just like, why didn't you just say you were doing this? Right. Like, if it's something that you wanted to do, that's fine. But he just like lied. It's like, we're getting deeper and deeper into the countryside and it's like, where the fuck are we going? Uh, is that a thing that happens anymore? Like you hear a lot, like this has happened with my parents and it's happened with my wife's parents where you get the husband that just goes, that just goes out and buys a fucking house or buys a car and then comes home and goes, oh, right. I did this today. And the wife just goes, what the fuck? And, <laughs> and then has to sort of put up, gets mad, but has to put up with it. These days, are they... That's that. Surely that's going to uh, um, not happen anymore. Surely we've evolved beyond that because that's such an insane dickhead power move to do that shit. Yeah, like what? Just a weird thing of aging, or it's just like an old man thing of just like. Well, not an aging thing. I think just a generational thing where mm. people have grown up with that power structure in the relationship. And gone, well, I'm, I'm not not going out of their way to go. I'm the fucking man. What I say goes, but just goes. This is a natural thing. I can just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, and, right. And then someone else will have to put up with it. Like my old man bought a pub without telling my yeah, mom. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the same thing has happened with my uh, in laws as well. Where uh-huh. They've just gone out and bought a thing and come home and gone. Like I think my wife's dad. I think my father in law just went and bought a house. And come back, <laughs> right. went and bought the house, and the, just and and the, and the the mum is not like a weak lady. She's a fucking she's got a an pretty, iron iron an, fist, an old battle axe. No, not at all. No, she's lovely, but she's you know she will tell you what to fucking do. Right. She's used to getting her own way. And Here then, is he's doing mother in law gear. No, no, no. She's she's <laughs> lovely. She but she. She goes right. This is what's she going on. She won't cop it. No, she this, yeah, she yeah. tells you. She'll tell me. Yeah. 
I walk in, she goes, yep, this is what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, nah, I don't want to do that. She goes, yeah, yes, it is. And That's what you're doing. Yeah. My like, fucking hell. How'd you, how did the father buy a fucking house? I think he bought a pizza hut. Great. <laughs> Love it. Mud on. Come, come on. Honey, I'm home and I bought a pizza hut. <laughs> um, be great if the way he breaks it is he's got a couple of pizzas for Pizza Hut. <laughs> Hey, I got dinner on the way home. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, what'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's how he breaks. It's like, good, you, good thing you liked it because there's plenty more where that yeah, came from. I got, I've got some homemade dinner because this is our home now. We live in the Pizza Hut. Yeah. I don't think, I'm trying to think, I don't think my dad's ever done any big uh, wild purchase without my mum knowing. Right. But maybe that just means that he's, that any day now. Yeah. He's going to do it. He must be getting. He must be getting close. Your dad would have it in him. He's, he's, yeah, and he's retired now. Yeah, so he's got. I mean, he's pretty busy. He's got a lot on. Yeah. I talk. Have I talked about how he's he's volunteering at a at a fucking plane no. a plane museum? Fuck! <laughs> What's he doing that for? And what does know. he do? I don't know. He he keeps asking me. He you know what? He wants me and Blakey to come out and visit him because he's right. obsessed with Blakey. Have I talked right. about that? I he loves made... loves Blakey. Right. Um. And he yeah. And there's like a. There's a motorbike. Has Blakey theme. been around to your house? Because he did tell me he was he got the invitation or yeah. he was going to go around. No, he or hasn't hooked it they haven't hooked it up yet. Right, right, right. But um he does have a he has a standing invitation to come around and look at dad's dad's old car that he's been building for oh. thir- for thirty four years now. Right. Which is still not finished. <laughs> and I don't think will ever be finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well not if he's fucking farting around in a play museum. But mum's mum's like banned him from Doing too many shifts there because she thinks he, she's just going to lose him to this fucking. Because it's like he goes, it's all like it's all like you know divorced or widowed men, yeah, and then dad. <laughs> it's all oh, these right. men whose like lives are ruined and they've got it as an escape, and they're right. like, yeah, what's your story? And he's like, things are great. Right. <laughs> they're like, what are you doing here? Go home to your wife. It's a, it's an interesting time of life, isn't it? Mm. You know, he's set up. Your dad's done well. Mm. Um, he just he's just bored now. He's still very able-bodied and able-minded. He's just yeah, but he's always looking for had, shit to do. He's always had lots of hobbies and other stuff on the go. Right. So I've never been worried about him. You know, some people when they retire, they kind of lose their minds and they get depressed or bored or whatever it is. Right. Dad's always had too much on the go. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was maybe going to save this for... Save an, it. This is going too long already. Yeah, true. Write it down. Write it down on your phone right now because you will forget whatever you're about to say. Yeah, no, I won't. I definitely You will. Won't. I Write definitely it down. won't. I definitely, it's in it my down. phone already. All right, good. Good boy. All right, let's crack in. Yeah. Um, I'm playing title alternator. Um, we're hungover. You've got a fucking thing to go to. I want to go home and see my child for the first time in a day. So let's do this. Yeah, you have to go see your child. I have to go talk about video games for five hours on the other podcast that right, I do. Great, great. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber. Number one for this week. This is number one, isn't it? We haven't done one yet. Yep. Um, <laughs> Was that a genuine question? Not at all. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber. I think this is six. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> thank you to Patreon subscriber, Brad Cast. <laughs> and that's real. That's a real name. Brad Cast. Yes, the Brad Cast. Bradcaster. He's a Bradcaster. He's a Bradcaster. B R A D, that's how you spell Brad. Yep. K A S T. Bradcast. And do we now have to support him on Brad Bradtreon? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone from the drunk cast to the Brad cast. <laughs> I feel like my fucking head is melting. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, I'm going to get... I'm, I have to go somewhere else to do all this other stuff. I'm going to get an Uber there. I can't imagine myself operating a vehicle at this oh. point. I can't do it. 
Totally. I, I feel like, you know, when, when people are uh, had a few drinks and they're driving and they get pulled over and go, I'm fine, and they blow point whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I feel like now. I'm fine, but then if I listen back to this, you know, it's like getting pulled up. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm driving. And it's like, you just... Ran over mm. three people. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But I, I felt <laughs> fine though. Yeah, I, I'll be fascinated to see what this sounds like when I'm editing it. <laughs> It'll be a great trip down back memory in, lane. Ba- back in the fucking back of the plane near the dunny, mm. so where you'll be editing it. Yeah. No. Why? Because we're putting it up on Wednesday. Oh fuck, we are too. Yeah, All right. I'll put yeah. it up before then. Oh yeah, fair enough. Idiot. Uh, fucking idiot. In your fucking suit up yeah. the front of the plane. In my, in my stupid in my shithead. Boat shoes. <laughs> in my slacks. Are you going to go full preppy? With, with my brooch <laughs> on my jacket. <laughs> Tucked in Ralph Lauren polo, popped Fuck. collar, blazer, uh, See, white is... chinos and boat shoes. You know what? I would do it. I would do it, but then i got to carry it around for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. If you're coming to the show... Fuck, be quick. If you listen to this, be quick because this will. This generally comes gets uploaded by about lunchtime on every Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to this, and fucking London's probably in bed by that time, let us know super quick if you want any merch because I'm not bringing everything over. Yeah, I got to bring fucking my own shit. I got to bring. <clears throat> I got to have room in the suitcase for my fucking stupid dress shoes yeah. to carry around for two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let us know asap. I'll put this on the socials as well. I'm not bringing over every size of every shirt that we own, all right? I'm bringing over the absolute base minimum, and when we sell out, fucking too bad. Mm. But just let us know. Yep, let us know. Great. Send us an email or get us on the socials, but Bradcast... Yeah. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening to the Bradcast. Yep. Um, was this so that what we've just done now, this little segment, Yeah. that was a, a Bradcast? That was its own Bradcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. But, yeah, what do you think? You um, sub- so you can subscribe to this bit. This broadcast as well. Yeah, right, right, right. We like, um, give it a review on iTunes. And if you like this, if you mm. like this tiny little, the last couple of minutes, if you like this part of it, uh, we're a big chance of next year doing the first um, Kosamui International broadcast Bradcast. festival. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Because we can't do a podcast festival over there anymore. Because no. I called it. I've said I can't go back on my word. Yep. We, we can't can do, do a, a podcast over there, but we can do a broadcast. A broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just talk about this guy. Yeah. Just go over there and talk about this guy <laughs> nonstop for a week. <laughs> We're doing That's great. That's actually great. If we do that, does that mean that we do we have to talk about him every week? Yes. Or can we just talk about Brad's in general? Because it oh, is okay. a Bradcast. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah. So we can talk about who are some who are some Brad's we can talk about? Brad, Brad Bradley Pitt. Wh- Brad Pitt, yeah. Bradley Whitford. Yeah. Can we talk about him? Who's he? I think he was in the West Wing and he was also oh, yeah. the, the villain in Billy Madison. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Yeah. You know that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen A Star Is Born? No. Yeah, me either. Um, I mean, that's first ep of the broadcast. Right. We both watch oh, A Star great. Is Born and review on it. the beach. Yeah. We set up like a drive-in theater yeah, yeah, yeah. on the beach of Kosamui <laughs> and yeah. we watch A Star Is Born. Yep. Great. Fuck. I think we might be going it's, back to Kosamui. It's this all coming good. together. <laughs> this sounds good. <laughs> um. Yeah, other famous Brads. Bradley Hyde, a guy I went to school with in, in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. We could talk about him a little bit. Yep, yep. He ended up um, owning, I believe he ran the mixed business slash petrol station in Tolbert, uh, which is about five minutes outside of Melbourne yep. on the way to Ballarat. Yep. Uh, I know we have a, Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, we all know it. Um, <laughs> and uh, a listener of ours, at least one listener we have in uh-huh. Tolbert. Tolbert's about fucking 800 people. Yeah, right. 500 people or something stupid and we have a listener there mm-hmm. so anyway um, he, and he'll know that that 
mixed business right there. Yep, so yep. that's a, a, for at least one listener out there. That's going to be a great episode. It's coming good up. stuff. Yep. Yeah, because there's plenty more um, about that mixed business. I could tell. Yeah, but we don't. You know, let's not burn no, it all no, now no, no, before no, we've no, even no, you know kicked no, things no. off. I mean, I, I I mean sneak preview, but I did buy uh, Coke there once. So oh, anyway, man, what are you hey, doing? Hey, what are you doing? Hey. With a subject like that, you know there's more to come. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Um, thanks, Brad. Thanks, Bradcast. Thanks, thanks, Bradley. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber Dom Chambers. Dom Chambers. Yeah, I like it. You like that? I like the name Dom. Yeah, d- Dominic. I, mean, I don't mind it, but then again, you know, sometimes you, it gets a bit sullied by people you've met called that. That you go, mm. Is that a you've good got person? some Doms that you don't like. Um, you know, well, my long-standing feud with Dom Deloise, you know. Right. When I missed out on that role in Smokey and the Bandit. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, the Cannonball Run. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Thank you. Good on you. Thank you for agreeing with me. (laughs) I needed some validation there, and you were there for me. The Cannonball Run. I wonder if that movie holds up. Have you ever seen that movie? Never seen it. I used to own it on DVD. I oh. bought it at JB Hi-Fi once. I saw you it on sale it. and, you know, uh, yeah, just then never got around to watching it. It's a real farce. Yeah. Do you like a good farce? I do, I do like a good farce. That's good. Mm. Um, we'll get into that. Do you, do you ever, did you ever watch a cartoon? You ever heard of a cartoon called Wacky Races? Loved it. Did you? Loved it growing up. Did you really? Mm. Great. Well, In fact. It's like that. My dad's favourite cartoon character is Muttley. Muttley. Loves it. Right. Loves Muttley. I liked all of them. I don't think Muttley stood out for me. I knew it's a, it's a popular choice, though. He's a pretty funny character. Right. You've just got this owner who's co- constantly cunting himself, <laughs> and the dog's just loving it. <laughs> Fuck you, mate. <laughs> but his owner's a baddie, isn't he? Yeah, Dick Dastardly. Right. So Dick Dastardly's trying to like fuck everyone over, yep. and then his car's like blowing up in his face. Right. And then Muttley's just there cacking himself. So everyone does a, like a, a Muttley impression because it's like yeah. <laughs> but what's do a Dick Dastardly impression? He, isn't he? He's like yeah, Muttley. Isn't he? He's uh, that. He's that kind of voice. Yeah. Oh, is he? Maybe I think he I'm is. confusing him with Waluigi. Yeah, I he's think kind of. Are. But but I think they are very similar. I think he's like a old school villain sort of yeah. voice. Whatever that is. But not, you sound like a fucking gangster or something. It is pretty funny You watch too much Sopranos now. Muttley's in... Oh, dude, I'm so near the end. It's so good. Um, it's funny how, like, Muttley is in cahoots with Dick Dastardly. Like, he's he's his little sidekick. So he's essentially helping him pull off these schemes. Right. But then just ready to turn on him at a moment's notice. Right. As soon as it goes wrong, he just distances himself from it. So you've been watching uh, Sopranos for a while. You've, mm. you've, you've gone in... Months ago, you're watching yep. the whole thing. Yep. You're coming to the end. Yep. You know what happens at the end, right? I know that there's the fade to black at the very end. Yep. I know that it's left ambiguous. And you know what bit, no. what, what happens there? Because I've never watched any of it, but yeah. like I know what happens at the end. All I, 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 know that, I know that it's like you don't know if he dies or not. Right. It, that it's left ambiguous. Right. So I suspect that there's some kind of build up to that. Which is a shame. <laughs> you suspect there's some build, a, a build up, up to yeah. the end. <laughs> no, yeah. there's no build up to the end. Yeah, the, the last episode is 10 seconds long. <laughs> it's just the fade to black. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking to Greg Larson about it yesterday because he loves it. And um, yeah, he was like, oh, it's a shame that, it's a shame that you know that that's coming. Because right. that, that coming out of nowhere was sick. And I was like, what a fucking move it would have been by me to be this far after it finished, 15 years or whatever, 
and have avoided that. Yeah. To have never heard about the ending would be unreal. Yeah. Impossible. Mm. But um, it is so fucking good. Never watched it. Maybe I should get into it. It's, it. It is worth it. I can't. You know what? I really, I really relate to when people say, I wish there was more time in the day. I yeah. I just don't. I need to. You know what? This is, this is, this sounds stupid. It only sounds stupid, I guess, because I don't have a high expectation of the things I do in a way. You know, you're always a bit self-deprecating. Oh, my God. But I need to <laughs> – my wife is on me about, like, why don't you fucking hire someone to help you do what you do? Mm. And I'm like, it's not a bad idea. I just have no time to fucking do anything. That would be – that yeah. would put myself into a very weird part of the world where I have an employee – like an actual person who reports God, that to me. Poor person. I know. <laughs> yeah. It opens up a lot of questions. Yeah. 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 A lot of possibilities. Yeah. It would be very interesting. Um it is worth committing. I mean, I just watch I've just been doing like, you know, one a night before bed when I can, right. when I'm home in time. Just a little 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 nightcap. Well maybe I should it's hire easy you. To get through, like, Can I hire you to watch to shows watch it, for me? Recap it, yeah. <laughs> My little recap blog that I do for the Daily Telegraph Just about like, the Sopranos. I'll be the opposite of normal people where it's like, uh, I won't employ someone to free myself up so I can go kayaking or yeah. something. It's like, I'll employ someone to go kayaking for me yeah. and I'll just get all the work done. You're right. You are the opposite of normal people. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks, uh, thanks, whoever the fuck that was. Dom. Dom. Yes. Thanks, Dom, Dom Chambers. That's right. Dom DeLuise is what got us onto yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Dom. I like to spend a bit of time in the Dom Chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to... Uh, that's... That's where I came in the Dom Chambers. When I was sitting in the Dom Chambers, that's where I came up with my great character, Mister Bog. Right. Yeah. Interesting story. Right. Right. Oh, I thought you. I thought Dom Chambers was like a dominatrix thing. Oh no. You into that stuff? You into getting your fucking nipples clamped and like getting whipped? Get the cat of nine tails out? I'm not. Mm. No, I got to be honest with you. Um, I'm not. You got any any interest? No, I I had a a run root. I had oh. a run of uh, partners who were into, like, being choked and stuff. All right. And I fucking hated it. Really? Yeah. It's not uh, – yeah, doesn't – don't feel good doing it. And it's it's such a bummer when it's, like, something that someone else is, you know, r- like, really into. Right. And it's something that, y- you know, you, you feel a bit, you know, weird or uncomfortable doing. Right. Because it's like, well, I, I want to make you feel good. I want you to be happy. But I just find this – very objectionable. I had I had a bit of that very 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 early on where it was like, you know, someone into it, and I was like, I can I don't really have a handle on doing it normal yet. Yeah, yeah, can I see we, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we? Yeah, I feel like I've gone up to an advanced level uh, very quickly, and yes. I I really haven't figured out how to. Uh, you know, write my name and uh, yet you haven't got I'm, your pen license. Yeah, I've got my pen <laughs> yeah, license, yeah, and yeah. I'm fucking working on Shakespeare here. I, yeah, 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 one hundred percent. I mean that. I that was the sort of the opposite experience. That's for what me. I'm. That's that's the that's the that's the uh, comparison I'm making. By the way, Shakespeare, <laughs> choking choking chicks, choking chicks is like the Shakespeare of sex. <laughs> of rooting, yeah. <laughs> I had the opposite experience where it was like by the time it came up, I was like nearly thirty or thirty or whatever it was, and like. I guess this is just what sex is now that you're older. Like it's right. like you've been doing it long enough where it's like, okay, now you now you're getting a bit older. Some curveballs are just going to be right. gradually thrown into the mix right. <laughs> of like people that you're with now. Yep. But um, yeah, a fucking a nightmare, a real nightmare. Right. 
That's a a reluctant choker must be so pathetic as well. Oh, for sure. But it's like I don't it's I I don't know. I don't want to like do it and be like really into it and committing to it and sure. like feel it you know what I mean? It just feels gross. Oh no, no, like, totally. But I'm saying from the other end, if you're into it, and yeah. then you've got someone going, oh, half-assing it. There you go. For sure. Like that would be so frustrating. Like my wife tries to massage me, mm. and but she's like very, very soft, and I'm like, I and I have to go. I didn't ask for this. Like don't don't waste both of our time. Yeah. If you're gonna massage me half-ass, yep. Don't and either beat the fuck through me because <laughs> that's what I want. Or oh, don't, yeah, don't bother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want you to get a fucking the leg of a table and mm-hmm. fucking jam it Beat into this my shoulder. Shit out of me. Yeah. yeah, just whack me over the back with a piano. Yep, that's what I want. Put this rolling pin up my ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tenderize yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> don't come on with your fingertips and go. Can you feel that? <laughs> You're wasting. I only have a finite amount of time on Earth. Yes. Don't fucking burn my time. Life's like this. too short to get soft massages. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You've read my back tattoo. Thank you. <laughs> um. Oh, let's. Fuck, we've life is too short to fucking. Did we not read out a name just then? No, this is still Dom Chambers. Oh, fuck, Dom got you back onto this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you to Patreon. Thanks, Dom. Thank you to Patreon subscriber Adam Mutton. Mutton, Mm. mutton dressed as lamb, mutton dressed as a Patreon subscriber. Yeah, Mm. mutton dressed as lamb. That's it. That's a saying for an older, an older person trying to look. Young? Yes, is that that's what it is? It. Yeah. Because mutton is old sheep and yep. lamb is young sheep. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So this guy's an old sheep. He's a well he's not a young sheep. Yeah. He's not a baby. There's no babies uh there's only a few babies that subscribe to us, uh but he's not one of them. Right. Yeah. Uh I'd I'd like there to be more babies, but uh, Yeah, that'd be great. We do have a um you know, we did a live show last night like we were talking about. Uh-huh. We do we, we don't have a lot of I've seen some podcasts oh, you know what? A direct comparison do go on. The podcast do go on, who uh, is uh, coming to the Coast of Millie International Podcast Festival mm-hmm. with us. Uh, we did back-to-back shows with them in Melbourne in the yep. last month. Uh, you'd see their audience go out. You'd see our audience come in. Uh, look, there are many differences between our audiences, but you'd have to say their their age demo is, uh, I think, yep. considerably younger yes. than ours. Yes. We don't have too many teeny boppers yep. coming along to us. Yep. No no Hanson fans. No. In our audience. Not too many not too many young'uns. Yeah. What do you reckon what do you reckon is the average age of our audience? Interesting. Um, I would say, straight off the top of my head, thirty one. Early thirties, yeah, that seems that seems accurate. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I have been meeting more and more younger people recently who listen to it. Right. They're still out there mm. every now and then. Well, yeah. I mean, there needs to be to, you know, cover the median age of yes. us having 60-year-old A 90-year-old yes. woman in the front row exactly. <laughs> a lot of weeks. Yes. Um, Thelma. Yeah, 30s. Thelma, Thelma, the, Thelma the, the podcast yep. listener. Yeah. Well, the live show. Attendee. Attendee. Um, yeah, I would say, th- yeah, 30s is probably... Yeah. 31, I reckon. Yeah. That's my gut feeling. Mm. Um, and, you know, if there was a 31-year-old sheep, you'd definitely have to say that's mutton. Yes. You never see the word mutton anymore. This is, that's that's why I'm taking such delight in this guy's name. You are. You are delighted mm. at the moment. Very good. I like seeing something I haven't seen for a while. It's so. exciting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a real breath of fresh air on this show, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, finally, some new gear. Because <laughs> you never go into a shop and they go, this is how much mutton is today. Because mm. why would you choose mutton? Yeah. 
mm. when you could have some supple, lamb. Some fresh supple lamb. Yeah, yeah. You don't mm. want old meat. Yeah. That's, well, mutton. At least mutton's not a great name, but it's better than the term old meat. Old meat. meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good on you, Adam. This is, Thank this, you. This is some stuff that's been dead for a while. Yeah, mm. this this bit of the show. <laughs> thanks, Mutsy. Thanks, Mutto. Thanks, Mutley. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mutton from Wacky Races. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Cannonball Run is like Wacky Races. If yeah. you like Wacky Races, get him to Cannonball Run. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Peter Thompson. Thompson. Mm. Sorry, I pronounced the P there. There's no P. Thompson. Thompson. Peter as in P-E-T-A, as in the... The people uh, for the ethical treatment of animals. Exactly. That's we finally found out uh, the surname of that corporation, of that organisation, and it's Thompson. Oh, it's Thompson, right? Yeah, yeah. You've made me think of uh, Thompson and Thompson, the detectives from Tintin. Oh, I never. You read a that Tintin book. fan? Never. Never got into Tintin. No. Wow. I I reckon I've talked about this on the show before. I I have a thing against Tintin, in fact, and it's not all of it's not Tintin's fault, and it's not herge's fault or whatever I thought it was Asterix that you had the thing against. Oh, it's both of them. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah. Asterix I actually like, Mm. though. But Tintin is... uh, Very, very briefly, if I've said this before, I'll just say it very briefly. I got beat in a book reading competition in year seven Mm. because someone just whacked down a bunch of them and it's like, that's not a fucking book, (laughs) idiot. I was reading 112-page books and someone's reading through a comic book and marking that down as the same thing. (laughs) They're not equal. (laughs) Fucking idiots. I got to... this is a reminder me. I've got to try and see today if you can get all that stuff digitally because I want to load up the iPad with a bit of Tintin and Asterix. Because oh, yeah. there's a good, apparently there's a very good uh, uh, comic museum uh, near Paris where I'm going on this trip right. of all that stuff, and right. I would like to do a bit of a refresher course to go and see all that stuff because I I loved those books growing up. What a great use of Paris, you big man, baby. <laughs> <laughs> The city of love. What about this? You, oh, two things. You'd like this. Um, when I was a little kid, I had a book that was like the sort of like the making of Asterix. So it was like all the like you know concept art and sort of stuff like that, the history of it and everything. Very quick question: Is there is Asterix World in Paris? That's what I'm about to say. Oh, okay. In the back of it, there was a section about the Asterix theme park, and right. I was obsessed with it as a little kid. Right. And I was always saying to my parents, "Can we go to Paris to go to Asterix World?" And yep. my parents were like. Fuck no, absolutely not. And then I just remembered the other day oh. about it, and I looked it up, and I was like, it would probably be it the, like the worst use of time over there. But I feel like I owe it to myself as a little kid to just go, sure. to, to just finally live out the dream of totally. going to the Asterix theme park. Totally, I would still like to go to New York and go to the Mad Magazine offices, like yeah. fucking you did, like I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah, it. I. It looks like they have some pretty sick roller coasters there. It does look like it would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, if you know what? I uh, Yeah, there's been chances to go to Paris before for me. I'm I'm just not interested. Mm. I don't know why. Like, you know, it's not like I'm 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 getting there and going home or, you know, saying no and anyway, I I've just there's just nothing there that makes me go, "Fuck yeah, let's make yeah. an effort to go there." Yeah. But if I was there, I think I'd go to that. Yeah. That'd be interesting just to look at. Yeah. Yeah. I've got 4 days there, so I think I'll get there and then do sightseeing and stuff and then see how I feel. Maybe I'll go on the last day or whatever. Um, I had dinner with my parents the other night and uh, my dad goes, in all seriousness, not being funny, not being silly or anything, no irony about it, he goes, now when you're in Paris, you've got to go to the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) And it's like, 
I'm just I'm just rinsing him going, fucking hell. And the Thanks, more he Lonely talks, Planet also. Yeah. The more he talks, I realise, oh, it's not that he thinks that's a genuine travel tip. It's that he thinks I'm so hopeless that it just wouldn't have occurred to me or that I'd just be like, fuck that. Why would you bother? Great. Nightmare. Great. That's great. Well, I'm sort of tempted now to just not go, just to, <laughs> just to spite him. <laughs> great. Great. Um, thanks, Peter. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, ob- thanks, Peter. Thanks, Oblix. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oblix. So he's uh, he's like the French Popeye. Um, he's not because they've got that magic potion. Oh that yeah, they no, drink Asterisk. to make them strong. Asterisk, Asterisk drinks it, yeah, but Oblix yeah, yeah. permanently permanent. has it because he fell in it as a little baby. Yes. There's a really interesting thing where I think they still. They still churn them out every now and then because it was, was two guys. Say, yeah, yeah. One of them died. They're dead, aren't they? Yeah, one of them's dead. Right. So the the guy who was like the main writer died. Right. And then the but the illustrator's still alive, so he kept making them. Is he still drawing them? I think one came out three or four years ago or something. But they come out like every five years. He'd or have helpers or something, wouldn't he? I've got no idea. Right. But it's pretty funny, like the shift in them after he died. I think the first one that he brought brought out after the writer died. The storyline was something like, sure, Oblix fell in the magic potion as a little baby, but what if he drank it? What would happen? And I think there was something where, like, the writer was always like, we're not doing that. That's fucked. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like immediately he dies and the artist is like, uh, here we go. Yeah. Just starts well, doing all these stories that the writer never wanted to do. Right. All of a sudden it's like, oh, Asterisk uh, built a rocket and now he's on <laughs> Mars. Oh, wow. It would and have now been... this thing happens when he eats the cheese on the moon. Yeah, yeah. Very lucky that it happened in that order that like – that the that the writer was the one who died. Like, it would be so good if it had gone the other way because they can just keep putting them out and they still look the same. Right. Like, if it was the artist who died yep. and the writer's just churning them out but drawing them himself. Right. So it's just these shitty stick figures <laughs> that yeah, look yeah, yeah. nothing like the other books. Yeah. The quality of the dialogue and everything is there, but they just look like horse shit. I'd be interested to know what happened. what's happened in the world of asterisks since I stopped reading them in primary school. But... um. Yeah, maybe I'll um, maybe I'll, if it's all online, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, but, go in, hmm. go in on Tintin too. Tintin is fucking great. Oh, you know what? I and you'll understand this. I just never found the aesthetics very pleasing. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very. Fair. It was like I was re. I had a quick look at them and went, if I'm going to read a comic book, at mm. least I'd rather look at one that looks like a comic book. I don't want to see one that's sort of a little bit stilted and... It's very simplistic, yeah. But the sto- I mean, the stories... Well, it's not fun to look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to look at something that's fun. Yeah. Especially as a little kid, though, the stories of Tintin were fucking great. Right. Okay. Just having this book where he's going on these, like, insane adventures. I never, just never even gave it a go because of the look of it. Yeah. No. Fair. Very fair. No. Um, Let's do one more. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Peter. Uh, all right. One more. All right. Thank... Okay. Sure. One, two, three, four. Let's do five this week, that mm-hmm. means. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber. Hmm. What? No, no, just... I'm, I'm sure this has happened before, but anyway, mm. we'll find out, I guess. You'll, you, you're, you've got a better memory than me with this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay. See what you think. Um, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Comedy Cast. So this this seems to be it's spelled the same K A S T. That's I presume that's Brad's brother or sister. I yeah, mean, comedy, right. I'm comedy not, cast. I've never heard that. We've never had the last name. Oh no, we yeah. 
Is that a male or a female first name? Comedy. <clears throat> comedy. Um, mm. I don't know. Comedy cast. I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. Mm. No. I have absolutely no experience with this whatsoever. No, no, especially in the last hour or so. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, let us know, Brad or comedy, if you guys are related or this is just a really, really, really happy coincidence. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, check out <laughs> Lunatics on Netflix. Um, Thank you. Thanks for the free plug. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, who supports the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who came out this last month in Melbourne to the solo shows and to the live pods. It was an awesome time. Really appreciate that. Uh, if you You're come fucking in, up the timeline, Tommy. Who cares? Uh, see you in London if you're coming out. Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I guess the next time you hear from us will be, yeah, we'll be overseas. We'll be the recording Talking these. Uh, talking Dumb Dumb at least, yeah. From overseas, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Um, so, yeah, thanks very much uh, for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mate.